Twisted Pearls, a podcast with pearls of wisdom with a little twist of humor and common sense. In our complicated everyday world, sometimes filled with more questions than answers, get your cup of clarity with Jenny and Katie. These two friends, co-workers, and collaborators have come together to share their practical approach to common everyday situations with conversation, humor, and good sense from occasionally different perspectives. Hey. Hello. I'm Jenny. I'm Katie. We're Twisted Pearls. Yes. And uh, today's episode is, I'm just jumping in there. Okay. So today. <laughs> this is serious. It is because today's episode, I think we're going to have a lot of listeners on this. It's how the body changes after having babies and or turning 40. Mm-hmm. Because it does. Because let me say this. I I have not exercised the day in my life until I turned 43. I never went to the, well, if I did go to the gym, it was probably just, you know, to visit. <laughs> to hang. Uh-huh. And I was a runner in my 30s, but it was a bucket list kind of thing. It wasn't for exercise, but I've never had to exercise. I've never worried with my weight. Um, After I had children, it fell off. I'm one of those girls that other women don't like with my body. Well, it's rare. It's very rare. I've never had a problem until I turned 43. And I think that, was that the last year I wore a bikini? I think it was. 43 or 44. And then I transformed to the one piece and had a hard time. Yeah, you did. Uh, Everybody, if you know me, that was the year that you didn't want to talk to me in the summer. (laughs) Because I was walking around my living room in my one piece eating Cheetos. Yeah, you were. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so today's episode (laughs) is how the body changes after having kids and turning 43. Yes. Well... You know, I think this is so funny. I mean, because I am a tall, curvy girl. And, um, but curves are sexy. Oh, sure. I'm a, I'm a stick down. I mean, I'm like, no, but flat. The only thing curvy on me are my boobies. Yeah. That's curvy. That's curvy. Uh, but I have PCOS too. Yes. So I have had hormonal things since I was 23. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what, aging and hormones how I don't know what it's like to not have that and then it hit it at like 43 yeah like because I've always had it so Mm -hmm. like I've had to navigate that for decades at this point sure so I mean I think there's that so I think your body just as you as you get older it just does it just does all these crazy things like because when you're after if you have kids like you gain and lose like some serious poundage. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's normal, but like, I'm quite sure that when I gave birth to Ava, I was a solid 60 pounds heavier than I am right now. I don't, I don't know. I didn't know you after Ava. I just knew you after Ben. Huge. <laughs> like, with an H. Huge. <laughs> I wish I could sound like Donald Trump right now. It's going to be huge. <laughs> She was two weeks over. Oh, you know. Now I've, that's the first problem. You should have walked. You should have walked up into that doctor's office and said, "It's time." I didn't know. You don't know what you don't know when you're young, and like, and I have a short body, so like all of her 
<laughs> was like, <laughs> it was, she was huge. I was huge. We were just huge. Huge together. We were huge together. It was Shark Week in the Olympics, and I was bouncing on a yoga ball trying to get her to come <sighs> out. Jeez Louise. 2008. How big was Ava? Nine pounds and eight ounces. Uh-huh. Madison she was, was my big one. She was due in July and born on August 4th, and I'm just... Your, your body, it's just, it is amazing that you can go from yes. that to, like, back to normal. Yes. But here I sit 15 years later, finally, like, feeling pretty good. Like, yeah, it yeah. takes a time. It does take time. And then Ben, like, rocked my world at 30, you know. and Yeah, and Miller at 32, yeah. You just, your body, it does crazy things to accommodate life. Yes, it does. It, it really does. When I was... After I had Madison, I nursed her for a year, and I got too thin, like, because yeah. I was nursing her, and you're trying to put those calories back in, and she was just sucking the life out of me, and it, I got so thin, and I was eating, and I just remember someone very special to me saying, and it wasn't my husband, it was a, a family member saying, you are really thin. And this person would never have said that to me in a million years. And he just said, you're really thin. And I'm really worried about you. And so when she turned one, I stopped nursing. And I put on about 15 pounds after that. And, um, but I've always had a thin body. But, and, and I didn't really go through any kind of depression or menopause. After, or menopause. I'm in menopause now. Depression or um, postpartum depression with Ma- with Madison. I kind of had a moment here or there, but I didn't really battle with any of that with her. I had a good pregnancy with her. I was very healthy with her. My labor was hard. She was 9-1 and 21 inches long, and they thought she was 7 pounds. So I had a lot of stitches after that pregnancy. Um, that was hard for me. But um, Miller, Miller Green came along when I was 31 years old, and um, he was almost nine pounds a week early. And, um, but I did have some depression after him. Yeah. And some issues. That's and, pretty normal. But I dropped all my weight because I nursed him. I dropped all my weight. I got too thin. just like, And I gained 40 pounds with both my kids. And I got way too thin with both of them. And um, I didn't gain as much with Ben, but he was born a month early and still weighed 8, 12. Right? I know. I can't. I bet he would have been 12 pounds. He was Because massive. in those last four weeks, they gained about a pound and a half to two pounds a day. He was huge. I'm not a day. I'm sorry, a week. A week. He was so big. And I was big, but I wasn't as big as I was with Ava. Um, but I was just like. Uh-uh. I was older too. Like mm-hmm. I had, I had just gotten to where I was back to normal. Mm-hmm. It took me like they're four years apart, so it took me like three years after I had her to like feel like myself, like to get my body mm-hmm. like where I wanted it and all of those things. And then here comes Ben barreling down, yeah, through my life. And I was so happy. I was so excited that he was coming because I didn't think I was going to be able to have him. Yeah, and, he was. And good, I yeah, was really nice excited, surprise. and it was a very big surprise. So both of my kids, but, like, I was I, – I had gone through a little depression prior to him because they told me I couldn't have any more. Yeah. And so I think it was just such a joyful mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. that um, we didn't do – like, he had to go to the NICU, and I didn't do well. Like, I got very, very sick after I had him for a couple of days. And, mm-hmm. um, but here we are. 
Yeah. And he's almost he's 11. He's almost 11. Yeah. I, I told Julia that yesterday. I said, Ben's birthday's coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. But you learn to your body. So I think part of like when your body does change and getting older, like you, like, cause I can remember going to the doctor in my twenties and talking to my doctor in Owensboro and her telling me I needed to be on like a thousand calorie diet, which I, and I was, this is, I was actually doing this and not losing weight. And I was having like a slim fast and a lean cuisine. Like this is the worst advice (laughs) ever, especially if you have PCOS or if you have like hormonal issues. Yeah, Don't eat. It was all processed food. (laughs) No processed food. (laughs) There was no macros involved of like protein or nutrients or anything. It was like have a slim fast and have a lean cuisine and then have Mm -hmm. something like a salad or grilled or fat free. And I was like, I'm doing that. And that's not working. (laughs) And so then you like just go on your own little journey. And I'm thankful for the internet for about these things. Because I was able to learn my body does not do well with mm-hmm. flour, gluten, sugar. You learn those things about yourself. I took flour, I took white flour and white sugar out of my home. Yeah. I've replaced it with almond flour and brown sugar. Yeah. And I mean, you can do different things. And I don't always, I'm not always like as strict, but like the gluten thing for me, it's been years since I cut it out now. I think it's been probably five, almost six mm-hmm. years since I cut it out. It was a game changer for me. Yeah. I, no, I grab a lot of friends that are gluten-free or trying to work with it. I have always, my mother pretty much raised me on the Mediterranean diet before it was of the Mediterranean diet. Yeah. That's just how she has always eaten. Yeah. Um, and I still eat that way. Um, it's just a way of life for me. Yeah. Um, in my 30s, I went through a running phase, and I always say having Miller and then going through the running phase, I lost my rear end. Like, I used to have a rocking ass, and now it is, it is so sad to look in the mirror at it because I'm like, oh, it's so flat. And I can do a million squats a day, and that butt's not coming back. It's as flat as a door. And you're a walker. And I walk two to four miles a day. Yes, it is. So the walking, I started walking probably a few weeks ago. I like to exercise and I've always. Oh, I have to have it. I love it. I just can't. The past couple of years, I've had a hard time getting in a rhythm, but I like to play tennis. I like to be active. Mm -hmm. I like exercise class. Mm -hmm. I used to love boot camps until I hurt my shoulder. And so I love all of that kind of stuff. We did a boot camp together one time. Yeah. And and I dropped some weight in that boot camp um, here locally. And then I introduced myself to the keto diet. And that threw my whole system out of whack. Lost another. Well, I went through the boot camp phase. Then gained weight back. Then went through the keto diet. Screwed all my blood work up. Mm -hmm. And lost weight. But my cholesterol was off the rocker. Then I had to correct that, and then I gained the weight back. It's like I just I go through these hills, and like so now I'm in menopause. Now I'm I'm going through the journey of the menopause, and um, I can't lose a pound to save my life. I told Julia yesterday. I said this is what I'm eating today. I'm eating a bowl of Brussels sprouts and sweet potato. Didn't eat anything for breakfast. This was for my lunch. I did a protein shake for my snack at three o'clock. And then for supper last night, I had an organic quinoa bowl that I had just thrown together and ate while my husband ate buffalo chicken dip. 
and walked three miles yesterday and did my strength exercises, woke up this morning and gained a damn half pound. I'm like, white flag, I give up. So I'm looking at my body now. I'm the heaviest I've ever been. I eat cleaner than anybody I know. I exercise more than anybody I know and drink more water than anybody I know. And and I can't lose a pound to save my life. I refuse to go get the Ozempic shot. <laughs> I refuse to develop any kind of crazy eating pattern. And so this is this is my life. And so now I am just strength training and trying to make my body look good in the weight that I'm in. That's my goal. Yeah, you look great. Thank you. It's very frustrating. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> You know, I keep saying, Katie, in five years, this is where you're going to be. Yeah. She likes to tell me that all the time. All about the time. About everything. Yeah. And I try to remind her on that. She's right most of the time. But on this, I've mm -hmm. had hormone things for a long time. Yeah. Very true. And I do think that you have to find, it's, it is very frustrating. And I don't think it's a one size fits all situation. I think that you have to figure out, like, I've learned so much having to figure this journey out for myself, you know. I, I had genetic testing done. We know this. Like mm -hmm. I did the 23 and me one time for Christmas and I wouldn't do that again now, but I did it. And so you can get your raw data mm -hmm. from that. And I if you don't this. know that, you can get that. And so I hired a functional medicine doctor in Canada who yep. specialized in what I do, mm -hmm. what I have. And I sent it to her and she has this little smart computer and was able to tell me supplementation on what I need to take. I do believe now that like people, some people are anti-supplements. That's fine. But I do think that our food is just the quality of it's not the same. So mm -hmm. I do think that yep. you have to have some sort of supplementation most of the time. Yep. Yeah, I agree. And I think finding what, what works for you. So she was able to kind of crank me out like a little regimen mm -hmm. and it wasn't cheap, but it did work. And mm -hmm. so, um, to make sure my hormones are balanced for whatever phase of life I'm supposed to be in. Mm -hmm. And I think finding food you like that likes you mm -hmm. <laughs> and you know, there's a protein bar that I like and it is processed, but you know, when you're in a pinch, yeah, there's a protein shake. I like, I'm not going to eat food. I don't like life's too short. So I, you know, I did go on a little journey. So I found protein shakes that I like, are mm -hmm. they expensive? Yeah. But so is all the other food. Yeah. So it's like, find what you like. There's a protein bar that I like. Um, it's delicious. And I'm like, yeah, if I'm in a pinch and it's gluten-free, I'm going to eat it. Yeah. Um, what you kind know. of supplements do you take? Do you want to share those? So I take an NAC is what it's called instead mm -hmm. of turmeric because whenever she did my genetic testing, um, mm -hmm. it's an anti-inflammatory. Um, that's what she said my genetics would work better with than turmeric. Uh, she liked turmeric too, but she said certain mm -hmm. people with certain whatever. Um, I take fish oil. Okay. I take a D mm -hmm. vitamin. Um, I take magnesium. Mm -hmm. um, there, it's a certain kind of magnesium and I can't remember. I'll have to look it up. Hydrate. I should have looked it up. It's maybe citronate. Yeah. Magnesium. I don't know. There's three different kinds. Yep. There's one I take. Um, mm -hmm. So I take that um, and I take a cortisol manager in the evening mm -hmm. to help me keep my cortisol how it's supposed to go. Because yeah. if that gets off, forget it. Like yeah. I have learned that. Like if your cortisol is off, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah. 
And so if it's spiking at night and not in the morning, it's supposed to spike in the morning mm-hmm. or elevate in the morning. Um, and mine was off. So sleeping is another key thing that I have learned over the years. If you are not sleeping, your body is going to feel like it's in panic mode. Mm-hmm. So those are things that you have to take care of um, and figure it out. Yeah. When, um, when I started going crazy a couple years ago, which you would say, Jenny, you're not going crazy. You're just going through the change. Um, <laughs> yes, I would. She finally convinced me to go get my blood work done and go talk to a hormone specialist, which I did. And um, I'm telling you, it may, I think it's made a world of difference with me. I mean, my estrogen was off. My testosterone was not off. It was actually normal, um, but my progesterone was off. And um, if these are off, you are off. (laughs) If you're a woman and those are off and you're not sleeping. Yes. Like, I called her from Lexington a couple of months ago. And for a great moment that I was supposed to be in in my life, I sat on the phone. And I do not cry. (laughs) I cried to Katie. And I was like, I'm not happy. I'm miserable. And she was like, Jenny, are you sleeping? I was like, nope. And I'm sad and I don't think I'm depressed. I think, and she was like, okay, we're getting your home, your hormones checked again. So the first time I had them checked, they were all normal and in check, but this time they were not. And I know I'm in menopause and my doctors have told me I am. Um, but now this past January, I started vitamin D. I've, I've took, I've taken zinc for 20 something years, but vitamin D, I take zinc. Um, I take a B12. And I started an omega-369. Um, but I have also started recently in the last 30 days um, taking estrogen and progesterone. And I've got testosterone if I need it. Um, and I feel so much better. I'm sleeping a solid six to seven hours without interruption, which that is what I've learned is my deep sleep. Like nothing wakes me up. Scott gets up to go pee. I don't even hear him. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I'm happier. I'm looking forward to things, um, and I'm not jumping down Miller's throat. Yeah. I mean, do you feel like yourself? Yeah. Okay. So whenever I was doing therapy, Mm -hmm. one-on-one therapy, I think because I had the hormonal things that I've always had to check and you have, you have to stay on top. It's not like a one and done. You have to have it checked if you're a woman, like at least once a year. And so I would see people here in my office and women would come in a mess, mm-hmm. depressed, anxious, all mm-hmm. of the things. And they were like, something's really wrong with me. And I was like, when's the last time you went to the doctor and they checked your hormones? Mm-hmm. And they were like, huh? And so. Because they don't. Did. They don't. When you go for a pap smear, they do your pap smear. Yeah. And they ask how you're feeling. And then you tell them all these crazy things. And they're like, oh, it's menopause. It's perimenopause. You're going to be fine. No, no. Check my blood. And I have had to tell mine check my blood work for the last three years because you've like you're like make them check your blood work and your cortisol is very important like Katie said if your cortisol is off the charts or way low you've got an issue forget it and they can fix it they They can can fix fix it it. they just don't understand what they're doing well you have to have a team yeah that you can feel comfortable with telling people things to Mm -hmm. and being very honest about your sexual health your sleep how you're situations working all over and you need to be having sex because we are not dead i mean people still have sex up until their 70s i mean they really do and if you think you're just comfortable in a 25 year marriage and you're not having sex you better check yourself sister 
That's hilarious. <laughs> you better. The doctors got really used to me sending them people, though, to say, hey, check this out. Yes. Go talk to your, if you don't have a compounding pharmacist or a pharmacist who specializes in helping you with that, you need to connect those dots, too. There's all kind. Of, there's more resources today than there were 10 years ago. You need, there are several in particular. There's Lone Oak Pharmacy, there's Strawberry Hills, uh, Westtown Pharmacy. Are those yeah. the three that all compound? I don't know if there's another, but those are three that you can go and talk to. And they're very, all three of these pharmacies have wonderful, wonderful people that own and work there and know what they're talking about. Yeah. And just because you're in a range, and I learned this from my functional medicine doctor, yeah. just because you're in a range that's okay for medical doctor to check off, mm-hmm. um, doesn't mean it's optimal. So for you. And so that's why how you're feeling and your symptoms, it's important to track those things and communicate that with your doctor and somebody who specializes in that. So if your doctor doesn't specialize in that, then um, get with somebody who does. So either go to your pharmacy and find out if they do. And if they don't, then there's other little practices that do Mm -hmm. specialize in that and they can coordinate with your doctor. A lot of doctors will be like, yeah, that's fine. Or no, that's not okay. Or, you know, whatever, based on your medical needs and your medical history. Um, But the quality of life and how you feel doesn't just have to be like, oh, you're going through menopause or, oh, you just had a baby. So you don't like, you just can feel like crap. It's okay. Like you don't have to feel that way. No, there are, there are medicines out there. There are natural things out there that can make you feel better. You do not have to, I don't want you to feel like you have, okay, well, this is how it's going to be. Right. Because I felt like that after I had a child, after I hit menopause, and then I turned myself around and was like, no, no, I'm going to feel the best that I can. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to get help. And you need a support system. You need a really good friend that will push you to encourage you to do these things, to help you. Yeah. You know, if you're a new mom and you're just going through it and, you know, call your mom or call a friend who's been through it, who's been through it. And, you know, you might just need a few hours to yourself or you might need to go talk to somebody. You might need a counselor just to get through these, you know, postpartum is real. Yeah. Baby blues is real. Mm hmm menopause depression is real and all the in between depression anxiety it's all real stuff and don't let anyone shame you because everyone goes through a little bit of depression sometime in their life whether they know what it is or they don't um yeah another thing I take is magnesium yep and that's a good one and you really need to research it and you're like if you're sitting there and you're and we're giving you all this information and and don't laugh when in in if you're listening to this, you're probably going to giggle. I get a lot of my information on TikTok, and I know people are probably giggling and laughing about that. I would much rather watch TikTok. I learn more from it than I do Google. Okay. Because I don't believe Google. Also, something that I do that's not medicine is every morning I drink hot water and yes. with a half a lemon squeezed in it and Celtic sea salt. Okay. I do too. I just started <laughs> Celtic this year. Yeah, you did. It has a lot of min- 82 minerals in it. Is it 82 minerals? It's in a all- lot. It's a lot. It's more than anything you can put in your body. Um, I've been doing it for a long time, and it helps detoxify your body. It does. And replace essential and hy- minerals. hydrates you mm-hmm. faster than anything on this earth. Another thing I am getting ready to I drink coffee as soon as I wake up, and I have read for the last couple of months, no, you need to drink hot lemon water and then have coffee with your breakfast. But see, I fast until noon. So I'm really on the 
fence on what to do with all that. Because I, I just have one cup of coffee. That's the only caffeine yeah. I have a day. Because I don't drink sodas. I haven't for like 15 years. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, sodas are not great for us. But no. you know that, and you like Diet Dr. Pepper. Yeah, it's my vice. Yeah, Miller too. He likes Dr. Pepper. But I think, you know, learning to take care of your body, and you do have, like, I, I hate it when people are like, I'll just bounce back, or my body is weird because now I have to do these things. And I'm like, you ha- you get one. Yep. You do need to put some effort into it. Sleep yep. is essential. Mm-hmm. And if you if there's something you don't like about your body, you need to try to figure it out. Hydrate half your body weight in water a day. You can do it. And you know what? If if it's, I mean, you know, I feel this way. If if you are doing the the best you can, and if you are doing all the things right, and you are at a healthy weight, and you are, um, I don't know. Well, our stomachs don't stay flat forever. I'm like, get they're not su- supposed to. I, I'm like, get it sucked out if it's bothering you. You oh, know, you know, I feel this way. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that. Right. <laughs> feel that way I'm like I if just it's, suck it in. if it's causing you some sort of grief and it's going to and you're really like killing it at like your nutrition mm-hmm. everything else I'm just like sure get the Botox get the lipo no I judgment won't do that I know you that's won't. another episode it's another episode but you know it is you do need to make peace with your body and I do feel myself as I get older mm-hmm. feeling really good about myself yeah I feel really good right now and feeling just like good about, you know, the function of my body that I can do things I want to do, that I have energy, that I can Yeah. You know. But we're not supposed to look like we're twenty four. No. And I've got I've got a lot of friends that are like on diet pills or they're on Ozempic or some kind of, you know, shot they're taking and they're dropping weight and they look great. And I've got other friends that are like, What are they doing? And I'm like, that's okay if it's healthy for you. I think that there's just some things like that, like, is that okay for you to do, you know? And do I, I'm just kind of in the sustainability thing, too. Like, do you want to always do that? Like, do you want to always do that? I don't know, you know? And is that okay for you if you don't need it? Yeah. Th- that's kind of tricky. Yeah, yeah, it is. But, well... Did we cover all the things we needed to cover? Yeah. We, I wanted to cover stress and hormones and depression, postpartum, um, eating clean as you can. I'm, I, I don't want everybody to think that I'm some eat, I eat clean all, all the time. You know, I do have some chocolate every now and then. Yeah. All right. All right. That's all I got today. All right. Have a good one. You too, honey. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Twisted Pearls with your hosts, Jenny and Katie. Remember to subscribe and rate us wherever you listen. You can find us on Facebook or our website, twistedpearlspodcast.com.